The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code WMVP. Tune in every Friday for the official Waddle and Sylvie same game parlay on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 21 years or older, Illinois only. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. This is Waddle and Sylvie on WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. A good karma brand's radio station. Thanks to Wilson Contreras for joining us from Cardinals Camp today and Jesse Rogers for hooking that up. Thanks for listening, calling, and participating. Great job by Kendra Smith and Charlie Bevins, our producers. Black and Abdallah were in for greening. So uh, Tyler's going to be on tonight after Waddle and Sylvie. And Waddle, are, uh, Waddle and Sylvie are here for Crosstalk now. Meller's in for a couple more days until Sylvie's back midweek. And it's time to sing Happy Birthday, Mr. Bears Receiver. Happy Stop birthday. It. Stop yourself. To you, Mr. Stop President. It. Stop it. Happy birthday, Tom Waddle. 56, Mark Burley, Lawrence yeah. Taylor. Yeah. Lawrence Happy birthday. Thank Mellor you. had a good line. Yeah. Party like Lawrence Taylor would. No. Just don't get no. arrested. Yeah, no, I'm going to do that. <laughs> Happy birthday, buddy. Thank you. Very nice of you to say. I uh, don't pay a lot of attention to it. Well, when you get to be this age, you. You're just sort of like, eh. <laughs> Oh, what the hell happened there? I didn't do anything. Tommy, what the hell? I didn't do anything. It just fell off. What were you doing here prior? This is like, this has got to be. This has got to be the worst birthday ever going for a while so far, yeah, too, there because is. he's had Here, some issues. This is what I, I don't do. Don't molest the mic. I didn't touch it. Quit molesting the mic. The mic's not there Poor to be molested. Still in coffee. There's no way that's not falling off at some point. Yeah, be careful. It's going to fall off again. Well, I you know, I've been dealing with a stomach problem. Oh, really? My wife's, you know, having to deal with credit card fraud from people that are horrible human beings. Somebody see your credit card? Oh, my wife. Our mics' heads are falling off. My mics' head fell off. Oh, boy. The good thing is... We didn't hit the... What what was the name of the the Risen Star? The Risen Star. No, we didn't hit it this weekend. We missed it. The good thing is uh, credit card companies are usually pretty vigilant these days. They're pretty understanding. People are just horrible human beings. Oh, of course. Just horrible. The percentage of people on this planet that suck out loud (laughs) is just ridiculously high. It's high. It is. Very high. Carm, did you did you find an owl that can spin its head and No, listen, I, I didn't think this that. Guy. Your girl thought that. You're coming after me. Oh, I said that I don't think an owl can spin its head 360 degrees. Owls are like Sean White on a on a board. I said it's like 300. Like a, like a, like yeah. a Mac McClung dunk. Yeah, yeah. Like, is that, even that's high. I looked it up. What, it was 270. 70. That's still impressive. Oh, sure. That's not a full... Uh, uh, what was the lady three from Exorcist? quarters of a rotation. Uh, it was Linda, uh, Blair. Linda, Blair. Linda Blair. Not yeah. a full Linda Blair. Blair. Not no. a full Linda Blair. But I didn't think but so either. I was like, I don't think he could turn its head 360 no. degrees. That's three quarters there, guys. But uh, two sets. Still pretty, pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Yes. And the owl. Pretty impressive. Oh, here we go. And Central Park is feasting on uh, I have the not city's followed rat that. population. Yeah, I have not followed um, that. I think Good. squirrels are in trouble. And yeah. the squirrels. Listen, if you're an owl, you look down, you see a rat, and you see a squirrel. You're going to have a squirrel. Every time. You see a rat, you see a possum, you're going to eat possum. Awesome. Yeah. Although the rat's probably meatier than the squirrel. Not clean. No, but you know what? Uh, they, they ate possum on the Beverly Hillbillies. Grandma loved her possum. The ra- you, yeah. yeah, that's... Uh, it's I can't it's go not possum, good. No, yeah. It's not good. It's not good. You don't eat possum? No. Mm-hmm. Especially I, I young pass. possum. I pass. Oh, man. Oh, come on. I, you don't, young I would I turn away. I would. Possum. It's illegal to kill a young possum. Is it? I don't know. Maybe only in Cincinnati. Sure. Obviously not <laughs> illegal. Kentucky. I don't know. What are they know. doing? Uh, Angel of Empire over Sun Thunder over two fills. 
over Tappet's Conquest. Those are your top four. You're super in the Risen Star. Very good. Not something what'd any you, of us hit. What did you guys watch this weekend? I did not. like. Listen, I don't rage against it. The machine? Which one? Which, don't the you All-Star mean? Game? Weekend. I don't All-Star rage against weekends. any of it. I don't. In I mean, general. if you want it, I can understand. Like, how old's your son? Uh, almost 11. Almost 11. We watched every Still minute of kids Saturday. are six and eight. Danny's son and he watched. Yeah. I get it. We watched Saturdays. Whether Not the it's, game. But. Whether it's the, the, the touch football flag football game for the NFL. Pro Bowl games. Pro Bowl game. Or this, I get it. If you have a, it's just not for me. No, I think Johnny I nailed it. It's not a sporting event. Not anymore. It's a social event. It's right. an opportunity for them to it's for a the NBA junket. Yes, to say, "Hey, how you doing? Thanks for your support to all of your advertising partners and all your, you know, all your sponsors." And I think that's great. But it's not a sporting event. McCrone made it fun though. I was glad that I he saw made the highlights. it fun. Yeah, yeah, it was cool for those of us that did yes, watch it. I, he made it fun. I watched a lot on Saturday night. I started with oh boy the. I will say the skills competition is just that atrocious. I did, that I didn't want. We watched the three-point and, the, and the, the dunk contest. And I didn't go out of my way. It Who just won the three-point contest? Damian Lillard, Lillard beat okay. uh, Halliburton and Buddy Heald in the yes. final. It was and good. then Mac McClung. Here's the thing with Matt McClung. He crushed it because crushed every it. time he hit it on his first dunk. Thank you. And that is an underrated part. When they shifted to giving guys 90 seconds or whatever yep. or three dunks to yep. make their – it complete. It's like watching a magician try and show you a trick and Three then go. Times, hold yeah. on, yeah. hold wait on. Wait a minute. I Sorry. didn't get it the first time. I, I killed the rabbit. Just wait. I'm sorry. The element of surprise. You, know you, the need rabbit, to, you need to capitalize on it. You need to. You need to hit it on the first try. Otherwise, it loses all luster. I think the fact that he's six foot two makes it appealing. Absolutely. If he's totally. six ten, don't care. Totally. But it's basically become what it would be a home run hitting contest for utility infielders. Oh, I don't even know. Well, I mean, think about it. Because, because of who participated. LeBron's not yeah. doing it. Jaws yeah. not doing yeah. it. Jaws said he'll never do it. Right. He was asked you so need to find more of the Mac McClung's if you're going to keep doing right. it every year. Yeah. Which they can do. Which is fine. It's fine. But again, think about it. It would be like the all-star game, the home run contest without the big stars. Well, no, you're right. It'd be, you're right. It'd be Utility like the, infielders. It'd be the Elvis Andrews yeah. is, uh, is hey out now. there. now. Yes, he is. We're cranking bombs. the White Sox He's in the whole hitting contest. It's Elvis Andrews. You see that? Elvis is back. You're damn right. I saw that. Second baseman. He's going to play second baseman. Absolutely. Here's, here's never played 34. He's never played second a day in his life. So, you know what, though? <laughs> hey, here's the thing, though. With, I mean, I love the guy last year, but. you Okay, you want to go with, you want to go to war with Romy Gonzalez? And no. Every day second I guess baseman? I'd rather have any of us. With what Andrews did in the 43 games or whatever yeah, they played you know for the White Sox. You know what it reminds Sox? me of? It reminds me of Gary Gaetti in 98. It, listen, it's certainly. Guy at the end of his career, he popped for the Cubs. They brought him back. He stunk. It's certainly possible it plays out that way. I will it's good say. Good to the Pirates, Jeff. Hey, Anecdotally, Andrews made an adjustment before he got to the White Sox. He played like the guy who landed a $175 million deal from the Rangers when he was with the White Sox. I didn't, going into this offseason, think that Elvis Andrews bringing him back was going to be a solution. But by the time we get to February 19th yesterday, when it's announced, listen... It's much better than having Romy Gonzalez as your starting uh, yeah, second yeah, baseman. But, it, but it's not Carlos Correa it's at not. third with, You're right. with, with you know, Moncada moved to second. Or well, that completely be. agreed. It's not that. Should be Manny Machado at third. With yes, Moncada. or whoever. Long moved, but uh, they didn't want to do that. And you saw, no, I'll have a chance next year. He's yeah. going to out. Listen, <laughs> they completely whiffed, and that just goes to show. The Padres played, <laughs> paid him $140 million over five years, and he's that's with this season's contract uh, salary coming up. Yeah. So the Padres will have paid him 140 over five, and he's opting out. Yes. At eight, it'll be his age 31 season. The We knew it at the time. 
and it just goes to play out now, looking back in retrospect, it doesn't matter what Machado does this year, the Padres got more than their money's worth out of it. Of course, absolutely. And the White Sox don't want to give opt-outs. Why? Because you don't want to get the five best years of a, of a player's prime. They don't want to because they they don't. Everything they do is bass after. Of course, that's why. Of I mean, that's just the way they are. And so now we're left. Meller and I are left to be like, oh yeah, the Elvis Andrews signing is good. And in theory, yes, they've okay, beaten you down. Like, Jesus. They've beaten you down. It's crazy. They I have ju- beaten you it, down. I'm giving it context. At this, I just said. I at the start of this offseason, if you told me bringing back Elvis Andrews, bringing Mike Clevenger in, and signing Andrew Jeez. Benintendi is, are going to be your moves, and you're going to let Jose Abreu walk, I would have looked at it and said, you know, that that's off-season. not ideal. But you know what? It's so better. soxy. It, listen, it is. I'm just trying to put it in context. Listen, though. I get it. Like, on the surface, based on the alternatives, it's a better alternative. Yes. yes. But this is the problem. But can I, I to work in that marketing department? Here's our offseason, guys. We're going to bring back Elvis Andrews uh, at the 11th hour. We're going to make him play second. We're going to sign Mike Clevenger. Oh, God. And uh, look what's hanging over him. And uh, oh, yeah, we'll sign Ben Intendi, too. Okay. That, that, go ahead. Go sell it. Go ahead, marketing. He's got uh, Mellers over here, like basically, you know, putting lipstick on a. Well, that's what he's forced I to know. do. I'm not being critical. You're you're that's, forced to you're put forced. a bow tie on a cow pie. I can, yes. look, I can look at it both ways, though, right? Like I'm not happy with the way this offseason played out for the White Sox, but yes, but, but at I least you're when, not starting Romy Gonzalez exactly, in second. Exactly. On, on June 5th, when Elvis Andrews has a 290 on base percentage, Mellers going to be like, son of a. <laughs> At least you got a red ass Lance Lynn in spring training yelling at everybody who's predicting oh, them to win eighty one games. I love it. Good. Well, like, what yeah. do you expect? Who are you mad at? Everybody, everybody. Be mad at your organization. That's her. Be mad at your team. Here's from the Sox Talk Pod. No, I haven't. I heard there. Uh, someone told me that we're projected to be under five hundred. So that's pretty good because we were five hundred last year with a team. So I like our chances to be better than their projections this year yeah i've seen anywhere from 74 to 79 right and that would fire me up to be honest with you well in my in my third year here they haven't been correct in any of them so far so uh, hopefully we make sure they're not correct again but definitely on the way higher side than whatever they have all right good Man, I you like know it. what you know what they were projected to win 91 and a half last year and, and you won 81 they were wrong you won 81 <laughs> boys like wow they've been wrong both times i love it good that serves Lance no. well, though. That attitude serves him well. Good. Is it good, though? Or is no, it? It's all right. I don't mind. Because Waddle's where, not where's happy you, with you say, where, 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 right, is your, where is your frustration I'm, directed? Well, at those I'll, that are predicting yeah, your totals? And who naively looks at every Pocota projection and says, Travis Kelsey does. This yeah. is how Travis Kelsey okay. does. These are the Pocota projections from fan graphs. This is how I expect the Major League Baseball standings to look at the end of the season. Nobody, Nobody. believes that. Well, the players probably don't care because it just it seems like a slight. And they might not even know that. But what I like is that if the White Sox end up popping and they do well, they'll be allowed to say, hey, we took receipts. What makes Absolutely. me laugh is when Travis Kelsey yes. does it and you were like 6-1 to one to win the Super Bowl right. when the season started. Totally like, agree, That's Carl. a little silly. At least Lance Ling would be like, hey, you all predicted we were going to win 77 games, and here we are. Boom! Yeah, well, he, we all predicted you were going to win 91 last year, and you won 81. Boom! I was going to say, if, he, if they Give win... Give me a rebate! If they win 75 this year, he's going to go, see, they weren't right. Oh, they only God. project this for 77. Please. They've just become... They've become a team that is consistently frustrating, yes. even when you're not even paying attention to yes. it. Yes, 100% true. And last year was as frustrating as like any year I can remember as a Sox fan. It was. And I'm hoping this year's better. 
by them just well, staying healthy the- and Grafal bringing out a little bit more? Because there there is some talent in that locker room, in that clubhouse. There's no doubt there is some talent on this team. Yeah. Well, at least the Bulls have got you pointed in the right direction. Boy, I tell you, you want you talk about what, like, just... Like, the best thing that can happen to them is to finish with the fifth worst record. Because right. you're and, not going to be able to catch yeah. the other four. Have a 42% chance at... at that's it. The, We've talked about it. Yeah. That's it. That, like, that's your best option. They're well, not going to do that, though. My my guess is they'll they be may, picking, you know, they'll end up ninth and they'll send that pick off anyway. Well, listen, they may... they may, they may may This just may be who they are, though. Yeah. Oh, I think it is. I, I think this team's going to look different next year. I think. No, I know, but I mean, between now and the end of the season, bad, the, I'm know. not saying that they're, oh, they're kicking games. They're so bad and they're yeah. so disjointed right now. Yeah. Then they find themselves down You've there. lost six in a row. You've got Zach Levine talking about them not knowing what they're doing as they head into the All-Star DeMar break. might have to load manage. I don't know. Yeah. Although you're running out. If you're going to make the playoffs, you're running out of time to load manage. That's so. true. I don't know about that. Yurko pointed you out. You need he all did hands on deck, guys. Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> hey, yeah. listen. If you're well, doing there's, the there's no heavy lifting in the All-Star game. game. Well, I get well, it. You true. still got to move, though. No, I'm with you. That's true. There's really nothing. There's, it's not I can't much. imagine Johnny was, was dialed into the All-Star game last I night. I watched the you? fourth quarter. Just I had it on on the television, but I was watching Your Honor and some of the other good television that comes on on Sunday nights. There's no reason to watch unless the fourth is good because you got that target number. Mike Malone nailed it. Mike Malone nailed it. I'll, let's let him talk. You know, it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be a part of a, a great weekend, great players. But that is the worst basketball game ever played. How do you fix it? Uh, I don't know if you can fix it. I mean, I give Joel and B, Kyrie Irving. Those guys were like competing. Joel was imploring some of the guys to play harder, to try to get some defense in. But um, no one got hurt. They put on a show for the fans, but. That, that is a tough game to sit through. I'm not going to lie. He's right. Amen. But but that's gonna, what, but he also knows what it of is. Of course. I'm not going to rage against it. It's no. just like for those that want to get all... Like Danny was telling us upstairs he loved every minute of it. I was like, God bless you to each their own. But Boy, yeah. there was nothing that I could gather from last night's game that would have really excited me. I know how great these players are. I see them when they're playing for real. And I'm I'm amazed by their talent. Yeah. I, am I wrong to say that there was, I sound like the old guy barking or yelling at the clouds. Wasn't there a time, though, when the East versus West did have a little competition attached to it? Like guys did sp- play a little I bit? Think like in all sports, there probably was a time when it was a little bit more meaningful, before guys changed teams as much, when there was a little bit more pride involved, maybe. I, before I, the AAU circuit became you know commonplace and everybody got to know people before they got to the league, they're all, there were rivalries amongst players and yeah. conferences. Like, I can't imagine I Michael didn't anymore. kick it up a notch or two I'm when he played. Sure he did. I think it's just different eras. Yeah, I think it's totally different. You'd Which say is about fine. The same about most of the sports. I think the MLB All Star Game was once very different. Look, Pete Rose basically ended a guy's career yeah, in an All Star Game. Broke Ray Fossey's shoulder. I mean, basically ended a guy's big league career in an All Star Game. You know, something like that happens today. You know, th- think about what the reaction would be. And back then, it was probably not that I'm old enough to remember. I mean, I obviously it was know sixty seven, right? Was it no? I would say a little after seventy, yeah, seventy one, maybe. Uh, my guess is sometime early seventies, Tommy. I, mean, I wasn't even born yet, so I don't know what the reaction was like. But I'm, my guess is the reaction was, well, that's baseball. And if it happened today, so I think that it just it changed. Mellor's probably right. The AAU circuit has something to do with it. How often guys change teams? It's just different. Leagues are different. Players are different. 
they're more empowered. They 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 change teams more often. Well, the so the they're fan- more valuable. Uh, they're, nineteen seventy All Star. There you go. Nineteen seventy. The fantasy draft that they have to select the players. You know that has changed the entire element of it. And while I do think that's an interesting concept that they've put together, you know it does lend itself to a a situation where there is. No real bitterness amongst the players as they head into that game. For me, the most interesting part of last night's All-Star game was when Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown went head-to-head up and down the court for about four possessions where they went one-on-one because they're teammates and they don't get the opportunity to show a crowd. You know, I'm sure they do it during practice, but the reality is that that was an interesting moment, partially because the guys were actually Ding up on each other in those moments as well, right? It's the lack of... Anybody and Mike Malone just said it. Nobody wants to play defense. No, I don't quite know why it's well, gotten to that point. You don't want to exert yourself. You don't want to get hurt, maybe. Or, but is it also too the prevalence of the three point shot? Right, and think about it. I because we have some Kobe Bryant sound from years ago. Talk here. I'll just play it now. Here, this is Kobe on the All Star Game back when obviously he was alive, reflecting on how it meant something to actually play and want to go out and after the opponent. I think the All-Star game in general needs a little revamping because it used to be competitive. Yeah. It used to be competitive. And, like, you know, fans want to see the best pickup game in the world. Yeah. Like, that's what this is. They don't yeah. want to see you running up and down and dunking and doing all this crazy. Like, they want to see the what happens when you get this collection of best basketball players on the planet and they play and they go head up against each other. Man. Yeah. I mean, you guys play harder at a pickup game in UCLA. For real. And ain't billions of people watching. For real. Definitely do. You know what I'm saying? Definitely do. Uh, The All-Star game needs a little little changing. Um, I always love competing in them. Um, I didn't lose many of them. Nah, me and CP one, used to nah, talk all the time. You the ones. Like, you took it serious. Yeah, we, yeah. we went. Like, I don't think me and CP, when we played together in the All-Star game, I don't think we've ever lost a game. Yeah. And we oh. used to look at each other and say, okay. Oh, serious. They go. don't want to play, we going to yeah, play. Yeah, fourth quarter, let's go yeah. get them. So that's from years ago, obviously. Yeah. And there was an element of like pride and wanting to play defense. And he mentioned the pickup games, right? Yeah. In the summer, we hear about these legendary pickup games all the time, where they're inspired. You know, and I don't know if it, there's well, no it's a summer there. league. Oh, the there? Drew League. Like, the the Drew league. league. You got yeah. more intense the, games in the Drew League than yeah. you do. At Look, that, I, I don't. I don't sweat it. I, it is what it is. Like yeah. I don't even. I don't pine for the old days no, of. I don't of either. you know I'm more competitive. Wait, 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 wait. You don't pine for the old days, but we're talking about how it's not. You, you think it's unwatchable for the it most is. part. So yeah. in some way, would it not be better though? Remember back in '98 at Madison Square Garden, Michael Jordan in the All Star Game is getting deed up by every guy on the Western Conference who wants to take a shot at the greatest of all time. That was compelling to watch. I think the older you, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. I think the older you get, the less interesting these types yeah. of games become. I agree. Like Whether they're I, again, competitive. Take or not. it from the I, oldest I just, guy in the studio right yeah. now. Like the, the there's, I, it's I not know. as compelling. Wrong, but, but wait, wait, wait! Can't both be true? We have seen enough of them where we're, we're not enamored with them anymore. But also, it doesn't help that what we're seeing is guys pulling up from half court. The, the end, three. the end was silly. You could there could be something to that, Miller. You might be right. The I, I think, it's, got, I think both are silly. working. I think both are working against us. We've all seen this. Ben here done that. Look, it'd be more compelling. There's no question about it. But would it be compelling enough for me to want to sit there and watch the entirety of it? Probably not. Yeah. I watched a couple plays of the XFL. Did you? I don't watch ah, any. A couple. couple. Zippo. Well, actually, they were highlights. I didn't see it live. Oh, all right. No, yeah. A little different. Saw a little bit of the highlights. Same way I watched the dunk contest. Exactly. I didn't see the dunk contest live. 
Uh, all right, what's up on was the show? Was that Friday night? No, Friday, Saturday. Saturday, Saturday night. night. Yeah. Yep. For I went to dunk? dinner with my yeah. wife. Well, good for you. Yeah, instead of watching, sitting at home watching the dunk contest. What's up on the show, boys? Big nothing. Birthday There's bash nothing. There's nothing. nothing. No. The NBA All-Star break, more recycled Justin Fields. No, you no, 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 conversation. It's not recycled. We've got a whole new angle on Justin Fields and whether or not the Bears. Really well, yes, absolutely. I mean, like this morning, now I said I was joking with York. I mean, now they're comparing their crossing sports. Not only oh, do we yeah. have to say Bryce Young is Minnie Mahomes, which is silly. Now it's like he's got some Steph Curry in him. I'm like, wait, what? I, I see a lot of Connor McDavid and Bryce Young. Like, oh yeah, he's what are we talking about? Now yeah, I don't know what. What what would they be talking? I don't know. Uh, Connor McDavid is a uh, hockey player, right? No, he's yeah. not no, a he's, fighter. Uh, he's talking about the fighter. Steph Curry. I've heard the Steph Curry. Bryce Young comp come up. I don't know. He said Connor McDavid, not Connor McGregor. No, they said Steph Curry. Yes, Steph, Steph Curry. I know, but Carm was Connor McDavid's guy. Joking? No, I know. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Maybe that's next. <laughs> Maybe somebody's going to be like, you know what? That's why There's I said a lot of Sidney Crosby. And, and I'm like, wait, what? All the Connors. Connor right. McKnight. ESPN does have the NHL rights now, right. I mean. All right, Patrick Kane is small. You know You what? know, there's a lot of Patrick Kane, and Bryce Young's got a lot of Caner in him. Yeah. What? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Now we're crossing sports. What the hell does Steph I don't Curry know what have that means. to do with Bryce Young? I have Young? no idea. Uh, he can shoot the three? I yes. don't know. I don't know either. It's I crazy. would say this, though, honestly, though, the Caners, you know, being a smaller but great player... His size could be really the only kind of comparison that you could make to Bryce Young, which would I could at least connect those dots a little bit. All I know is, guys, Will Levis is an exact carbon copy of Bryce Harper. So, <laughs> All right, what's well up on the said. show? <laughs> We're not going to do any better than that. We've got Waddle's World coming your way at 3.30. Good, bad, dirty at 4.30. And plenty of, uh, as Waddle said, we'll uh, put our new spin on the trade Justin Fields question. Oh, will uh, what the New York Giants are doing now with Daniel Jones is how will that we potentially affect the Bears and what their plans are in the offseason? And uh, we're also going to revisit the Cap and J Hood interview with Theo Epstein. Good stuff. And uh, yep. his thoughts on the new Major League Baseball rules coming our way. All right. Have a great show. Tommy, happy birthday, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Uh, have Thank a great you. day. We'll see everybody tomorrow. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. You a big Vaseline guy? Yeah, when I'm when I'm chafed or mm-hmm. I'm uh, yeah. Oh, you mean the music? Yes, uh, either. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, is this Red Stone Hot Chili Peppers? Temple Pilots. Stone Temple Pilots. Nothing wrong with that. So no, um, I'm not a mm. huge Vaseline. The song, don't hate it. Yeah. It's, you know what it, it is? It's like the NBA All Star Weekend. I'm not going to rage against <laughs> it, but I don't seek it. Well, don't seek it out. Great. And I'm an NBA fan. Like so. Yes. I'm your I'm your target. Well, maybe not your target audience. Probably Danny's kids and Sylvie's kids and your son and others are more so than me. But I'm a I'm a big NBA fan. Frustrated by what my f- favorite team is doing right now. But I don't rage against it. I just I'm a realist. It's I think Yurko de- defined it perfectly, and I don't think there was any you know d- dislike in his voice either. It's just, it is, it's not an athletic event really anymore. It's a social event, which is great. It's a great opportunity for 
the NBA to pretty much have like a Super Bowl week. You know yes. how the NFL has a Super Absolutely. Bowl week? And you have different it's entertainment. A, it's a miniature weekend. Yes. Super Bowl, it's, a, it's the NBA All-Star Super Bowl weekend. It's a great opportunity for all of the fans and the sponsors and the advertisers to kind of, you know, come in and be able to, to shake hands and, and, and meet in. people and, and have fun. And I, I think it's a big thank you also from the league. So I got no problem with it. It's just, for me, it's not an appealing product anymore. It's, Which is fine. It's become a tough watch, the All-Star game. If you're there, again, and I think there were years back in the, you know, while I was growing up throughout like yeah. the late 80s into the, into the mostly the 90s and early 2000s, it was competitive. But it had, and I think the three-point shot has actually, though, changed it a little bit as well because it had, because the three-point shot has become so prevalent in this game where everybody on the, on the floor for the most part can shoot, you know, even in practice, the, the centers can still hit three-pointers. And so well, Embiid, that, Embiid shoots several threes a game. Because the game has evolved to a point where everybody uh, appreciates the three-point shot and is willing to take as many as possible and they practice it the way they do now, it's not just about the All-Star game is the perfect exhibition where players who are good three-point shooters Figure this is the opportunity to show you to test the range, right? It's not yeah. just it's not just making threes, but hey, it's let's let's shoot from the logo, let's shoot from half court, let's shoot from just in front of half court, and let's make a spectacle of that. And I think the you know Steph Curry, his evolution in this game, and everybody copying him has also pushed the All Star to these lengths where let's face that's it, what it's become. There's ten year old kids out there chucking it from the logo in their in their Saturday Absolutely. afternoon games. Like the effect that the impact that that Steph Curry and the three in general has had on the game from top to bottom is enormous. I get it. It was on one of my televisions. I was watching Your Honor and Mayor of Kingstown in 1923. Sunday is a great night for television. I had it on one of the televisions, but I got to, you know, the volume is down and I'm, I'm paying very little attention to it. I'm not protesting it. I'm not boycotting it. I'm just not seeking it out. The same way with the NFL. I love the NFL. Obviously my favorite sport. I didn't seek out the any of the the Pro Bowl festivities, but I get it why like your son may want to watch the 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 slam dunk contest or the home run contest in baseball or the flag football game at the Pro Bowl. Like I get all of that. I think it's a you know in terms of the 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 product itself for viewing is more for like a father and his or or whoever and and his young son or young daughter that mm-hmm. are you know. That love to sit on the couch and watch something like that. I think if I had a a ten year old daughter or son that was into basketball, I would have sat and watched it all with them as well. That's not my my yeah that's my, not my thing anymore. My daughter Peyton and my son Alex were more into the Saturday night festivities than they were. Neither really cared much about the All Star game on Sunday night. I will say this was the first time they had the All Star draft pro- like right prior to the game. It Usually put they off the do game it. for a while, didn't Boy. it? Boy. Well, that and the uh, Post Malone concert, which I would have... The draft went a little long for my liking personally, but I, underst- I understood it. And it was... I didn't feel like it, it was so bad that it dragged. Was there anybody down on Post Malone and the other performers for lip-syncing the way that everyone was on I got to be honest, I, I didn't seek out the Post Malone 
criticism okay. if it was out there. That wasn't something. Most that times was, you don't have to seek it out. It's usually just right litters your Twitter. Wilson. Yeah, your Twitter um, feed. No, but when Post Malone did the concert at that point, I was ready for the game to get rolling, and we still had another what, Tyler? What was a good half an hour, forty minutes before oh, the yeah. game actually tipped off? I texted you guys. I was point. like, "Are we even playing basketball tonight?" Like, I wasn't. I was at dinner with my wife. Makes sense. Yeah, that's what I chose to do. A happy birthday dinner for a while. A little yeah. early, early happy birthday Her dinner. birthday's on Thursday, so we get together together to celebrate birthdays one, one, knock out, at one knock time. Out, you knock out the birthday that dinner is, with that is uh, correct. One. That is correct. You guys, that's what you do. Because that's the case, do you do it up extra big? Do you splurge no, on the window? No, 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 no. No, I'm 56. Like, happy happy to be alive, to but uh, just you kind There's, of just you ignore them these days. Me and my buddies always... Pick whatever famous athlete has that number, and we wish them a happy Lawrence Taylor, oh, as I just did there. Is, yeah. is LT the most famous 56? Do you think I went with the... I don't know. I haven't looked at it. I didn't go online this morning when I woke I, up and, and said, which is the my favorite... 56 of 56 all time? 56 in all of sports. I think before we get out of here today, we have to narrow down who your favorite 56 is. Best 56 and best I, like, number. It's probably going to be a pitcher or... A, I think LT's my favorite. Well, 56, Mark Burley, right? right? Isn't yeah. that what what Carm yes, said? He gave you a happy Chris Mark Dolman, Burley. Pat Swilling. Oh, Pat Swilling. See, fifty six was a good pass rusher. It was uh, yeah. number for linebackers yeah. back in the day before everyone went to single digits. But I would say that you know Lawrence Taylor obviously is at the top. Yes, of the right. He's the yeah. best fifty six. Yes. So we're we're wishing Waddle a happy LT today. Yeah, happy Lawrence right. Taylor that's to great. you. Let's let let Chris, uh, who's in Bedford Park, wish you a happy birthday, Chris. You're on yes. with the birthday boy, Tom Waddle. Hi, Mr. Waddle or Tom Waddle, because you said that's your dad. I want to wish you a happy birthday. Thank my you, Chris. Birthday is, my birthday is next month. Wish your wife a happy birthday, Thursday, from one Pisces to another. Excellent. You also sharing a birthday with Charles Barkley, Rihanna, and Sidney Poitier today. Yes, I know. It's a very famous, except for me, Chris, it's Best a very birthday famous birthday. No, you, you also, Tom, I love seeing you play. I loved your heart. I'll be 60 on the 15th of March, so I saw you play, baby. Awesome. You put your heart in everything you did, and I appreciated it. Thank you, Chris. Very kind All words. Right. Thanks so much for your uh, happy birthday wish. All right. You have a great day, babe. Thank you. You too. Thank you, Chris. Chris wishing Waddle a happy yeah, let's not. Yeah, that, that's fantastic. I love that, but... Mm-hmm. Well, today's not about wishing me happy birthday, but thank you, Chris. Yes, yes. Fantastic. Um, all right, so uh, diversion there. Today Sorry is about... That. Is about um, I don't know. It was a recycled quarterback conversation. I thought I thought Brendan had an interesting uh, question for us in the pre-show fist fight. Brendan Riley asked, "Waddle, would you rather celebrate your birthday or Michael Jordan's sixtieth? Michael Jordan's sixtieth. <laughs> and on Friday, you probably would have thought I that wish would not him a happy have... birthday, but like four yes. hours of happy no. birthday, Michael is probably a little too much for everybody. But but at least we had an opportunity to talk to Danny Setterman's. Uh, high school love interest yes. because of it. So yes. had, had that had it not been Michael's 60th birthday, that never would have come to fruition. That was funny. So that we that were, was the highlight of the uh, of the Friday afternoon for sure. Lauren, right? I think Lauren was her name. Yes, yes. you got that right. Yeah, if you missed it, go check out the uh, three o'clock podcast from Friday. Lauren had uh, Lauren Danny's uh, high school not girlfriend, but the girl he was yeah, he had an interest in and was trying to yeah. impress. By showing her Michael Jordan's house, um, she checked in on Friday. So check I don't think out. Michael Jordan would uh, approach playing in the All Star game the way that a lot of the guys did. And, and again, like I said to you earlier, and and I, I think Yurko nailed it. This is more of a uh, this is more of a social gathering or a social event 
an entertainment event than it is a sporting event. And I'm totally cool with that. And that's kind of what the vibe I got all weekend from it. I did not see the slam dunk. I saw the highlights. Cool. Yeah, I think it's his Mac, name. Mac, Mac, Mac McClung. McClung. Uh, you know, it's, I, I like it because he's 6'2". Yes. Like, I like to see the shorter guys actually do their thing. But as I said earlier, and I don't mean to be disrespectful, but it's kind of like a, a, a home run derby with utility infielders, isn't it? Because Jaw's not in it. You know, LeBron's not in it. You know, some of the sure. best players in all of the NBA. Nobody, Tatum's not in it. Ta- no, you know. Yeah, so. Giannis is not in it, fine, obviously. but. Like I heard people, oh, the, the slam dunk contest has been saved. I, I was going to ask you that. Really? I mean, has it? Did it need saving? I heard Wendy on, on, on TV today say, you know, I was thinking the exact same thing when he was talking about it. Because, like, I don't think that somebody in the G League coming in and doing something that was very visual, visually appealing. appealing and pleasing saves the slam dunk contest. Matt McClung has saved the dunk contest. Wait, a G-leaguer has no. saved... Well, he has saved the dunk contest. Here's the thing. It was a great spectacle to watch Mac McClung do what he did. And I, I said watching it live, too, it helps that he hits every dunk on the first yeah, attempt. that's because true. That is underrated, I think. Sometimes when players go out there and they take two or three attempts, it just doesn't feel the same. When a guy goes out there, though, and does something and you don't know what he's about to try and do, and he pulls it off for you, well, then that all of a sudden is that much more impressive. So you're like, okay, cool. I'm giving you a 50, right? Although Lisa Leslie shortchanged Mac McClung of having a perfect uh, four dunks going for 50 each. She gave him a 49, on one of them, so she's a harsh critic. I have to say, I, I'll take your word for it. I wasn't. Yeah, watching. I know you weren't aware of that, but um, I will say, saved. No, it was. I think it was something more, more, more palatable, more exciting than it has been. Not as much of a snooze fest. Cre- he created something that broke through and resonated for the twenty-four hour news cycle. But the truth is, I don't think. It was partially, yes, Mac McClung's a G-leaguer coming in here, and nobody really had much awareness of who he was. Now, if you're a, you know, a hard hoopster, you know, you're someone like Tyler Aki who follows college hoops very closely, maybe you were aware of who Mac McClung was. And I know Dan, uh, I heard Carm talk about how Danny Lynch was talking up McClung the moment he entered the competition. So if you're a real hoopster, then maybe you're aware of McClung, but your casual NBA fan had no idea who Mac McClung was. Lots of Bulls fans had no idea that Mac McClung has played a game, one of his two games in the NBA. I did not know Occurred that. for the Chicago Bulls. Did not know that. Knew he played at, what, Texas Tech in Georgetown, I believe? Yep. Mm-hmm. Played at both schools? Oh, he apparently... Uh, Eight Syracuse alive, right oh, there. Really? Tyler? No, no, Syracuse. No? No? Syracuse beat them pretty good. But, uh, both times I saw him. Well, there, there was but... a time when Georgetown went like months without winning a game, wasn't yeah. there? And he that, he was part of those yeah. part of that team. But yeah, he 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 had the only chance of reviving the Syracuse Georgetown rivalry. He he's the last one that I've seen that's like, all right, there's a chance you could revive this. Yeah. But then he transferred to Texas Tech. So what was the best part for someone? I, I can't mm-hmm. give you I can't give you an answer because I didn't I did not participate. What was the best part of the entire NBA All-Star, All-Star Weekend? I think it was McClung winning the dunk contest. Okay. 
Pretty Tyler, e- and I would you? say, and I would say, pretty easily. I would be surprised if Tyler doesn't share that. I didn't watch the dunk contest, so I have no thoughts on the dunk contest. What okay. was the best? Okay, best so part for me, the only part that I consumed all weekend was the actual game itself and the draft. Actually, I like the draft. You did that. That was my favorite part, and I, I'm not saying that as some glowing endorsement of the NBA All Star Game. I guess it's just the the lesser of the evils. Okay. <laughs> Chuck, what did uh, what had you most stimulated this weekend? Uh, the, and was it NBA All Star Game related? Yeah, it was the three point contest, but that's because you know I'm from Portland. I'm a Trailblazers fan, so watching Damian Lillard win that was pretty cool. But yeah, that's kind of the thing that was <laughs> I was most drawn to. Okay, he could finally uh, Damian Lillard finally hoist he the finally trophy. Finally got it. It, it. What he's been seeking his whole entire career. Finally able to raise the three point shooting. Contest champion. Was there, he's not raising an O'Brien trophy anytime soon. No, that's no, true. Is, is there any early, uh, what were the television ratings? Was there any? Um, I don't know if they're out I yet. I can check on any that. Any info? What? I have, well, and here's the point, though. And by the way, again, I'm not looking to say I told you so. No, I have well, no, I have, like, if you wanted to watch that same way I felt about the NFL Pro Bowl festivities, if that's what floats your boat, go floating. Just, if you're asking me to join you, mm-hmm. I'm not. You know, I got other things to do, which is no big deal. It's no big deal. And to get back to my point about McClung, though, I don't think he saved the dunk contest because part, part of it was nobody knows who he is. So he comes into this as the he's, he's the mystery box, right, who's everybody's kind of looking at. It. And let's not neglect the fact that him being white, six foot two and white, plays a role. Everybody's looking at this guy with no expectations. And so for him to go out there and then pull off four dunks where everybody's like the, all the NBA all-stars in attendance are looking at it like, what the hell is this? We did not sign up for this. We were not expecting that. It's the expectations that play a huge role in it being something interesting. But the reality is, while I think there might be some interest next year, Mac McClung said he would be more than happy to come back if they'll have him. So next year's dunk competition, people will be intrigued to see what he's going to bring to the table. But after that, I think we're right back to where we started with the dunk contest. We've been there, done that most of the time. We've seen it before. So it's going to be hard for people to say, oh, I need to carve out my Saturday night to make sure I'm watching the, the dunk contest going forward. If you tell me John Morant's going to compete in it, I'll make time for it's it. It's fair. 312-332-3776 if you'd like to discuss NBA All-Star Weekend. Yeah! Young Tyler Aki made a shrewd move when it came to betting the All-Star game. We'll share that with you coming up next. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Let's go to pick number three. So my third pick is going to be one of the most exciting rising star, superstar in the league right now, John Moran. I hate to break it to you, but he's starting. That's a what? Oh, you're talking about somebody's draft board being missing. See, see what I'm saying? See, see what I'm saying? They're trying anything, y'all. Y'all is just trying anything, y'all. So, uh, let's so, go back. So let's go another direction. What happened? I like 
courtesy of TNT last night in the NBA All-Star Draft. Giannis tried to select John Morant. But remember, new rules this year. Reserves were selected first so that nobody had hurt feelings about who was going to be taken last. Which ended up still being... You know who had hurt feelings? Anyone last night who tuned in thinking that they were going to see a competitive game. That's who had hurt feelings. (laughs) That's fair. That is fair. Um, That is just weird. Jaron Jackson Jr. was actually the last reserve taken. Well, then he is the... He's the least popular. But Lowry Markkinen was the last actual player picked. Or he was remaining because... He was left on the board when the starters were selected after the reserves were taken. But in the process... How long did the draft take? 40 minutes? Was it 40 minutes, Tyler? I guess it was, yeah, like 30, 40 minutes. Yeah, I think it started at 6.30, and I don't think they were done by 7. So I think it was, yeah, I think it was between 30 and 40 minutes that the draft took. And Giannis didn't completely grasp the rules, tried to sneak in John Morant, who had been voted in as a starter, obviously, so he could not select John Morant. In the reserve round, interestingly enough, though, glad I missed all. Of Tyler Aki, shrewd, took advantage of a betting line that I'm sure a lot of people were not aware of. What'd you do last night, Tyler? So last night, I'm perusing through the the gambling app. Uh, I was on FanDuel. I was looking through, and like the one of the first things they have under gambler. Well, <laughs> one of the first things they have there is the All Star game. It's just there when you you log in. And I looked at it, and I said, wait, there's a draft tonight. And Team Giannis was, I think, like plus 125. And I'm like, they haven't even picked the teams yet. How can a team be an underdog? Well, probably because LeBron's team has won what? He was 5-0 as captain. I know that doesn't make any right. sense because you don't even know who's on the team. And, like, you could you could sell me on the, oh, well, Giannis was injured. Who knows if he's even going to play in this game. But it's still an all-star game. Mm-hmm. There is no point to, to, like, when you look at the line there, like, there's no point in there being an underdog or a favorite, no matter what you, when you don't have a roster. So I took the underdog. You were just looking for value, which was a shrewd move by you. Plus plus 125 on Team Giannis yesterday, and and I made some money. I also had uh, uh, Jason Tatum to win MVP, so that also paid. What was that? Plus 800. I took him and I took Luka, and I've now also made the determination Luka will never win an All-Star Game MVP because he looked so hungover and disinterested (laughs) out there. So I will never bet on Luka to win an All-Star Game MVP again. But Tatum... I think uh, he was plus eight hundred. I thought that was some pretty good value. So why I said, "Why not?" Us something today, like some coffee or, or I something. Can make like a coffee a, run a, still. A birthday coffee for uh, Tom Wilde here. I can Weil make a birthday here. coffee uh, run. Uh, Jason wow. Tatum, by the way, scored fifty-five points on the last day that Tom Waddle was fifty-five. Coincidence? Yes, yes, yes. It is. Nevertheless, that's an All-Star Game record. Jason Tatum scoring fifty-five points. How about one eighty-four to one seventy-five? Too ridiculous. And then with the Elam endings too, you know, at the end of the third quarter, there's there's no doubt. There's no chance. Last night's game was more exciting than the this week's episode of Your Honor on Showtime. <laughs> not, not even close. It is not even close. I'm not saying it was. I'm not trying. To it wasn't sell even. You that it it was. wasn't more entertaining than this week's episode of nineteen twenty-three. Or the mayor of Kingstown. I watched all of them last night. <laughs> I've got nothing to watch tonight because I watched all of the Sunday you know shows. This is where you on watch Sunday. the replay of the NBA All-Star Game on NBA Network I, I, tonight. No. I don't know if that's happening, but uh, obviously I'm joking. Are you the one or is it Sylvie that watched the replay of the Super Bowl? Was oh, you? I, I watched yeah. the replay of the Super Bowl last Monday. Not the whole thing, but the fourth quarter I was into. I was yeah. like, you know what? 
What else am I going to watch? Bad Bulls basketball? No. no, thanks. Why don't you watch the end of Better Call Saul? Well, that's uh, we have to wait for the wife to have free time because that's a that's a that's a couple of show we watch together. So I yeah. still have about five can episodes I, left of Better Call Saul. Your wife is a fabulous woman. Agreed. Can I make can I make a, a kind of a an observation though? Yes, yes, you can. I know she's very busy, very successful. If she can't find the time to watch the remaining episodes of Better Call Saul, one of the best shows mm-hmm. in recent history, and has been off the air now for months, <laughs> it has been. Yes. Then maybe she should give you a little bit of leeway to watch the remaining episodes on on your own. I think if I really fought for it, she would be cool with it. But I, I don't mind when we do have some free time somewhere down the road after ski season. That's probably when we'll actually have a little bit of time um, because we won't be. But you watch all this other stuff. I watch most of the stuff without her. That's why. It's a show. Better Call but Saul. I get, I get this. But when you're sitting and watching it, it's appointment TV, TV for yourself and your wife. You're not talking with each other because you're both watching the show. No, you're. That's so fair. there's no because exchange there's, of ideas because both of you are watching the show. Like this concept doesn't but, make any sense to me. But di- what didn't you watch uh, Game of Thrones with Kara? Wasn't there a show you watched? We, with we your wife? did, but like at yes. some point you left her behind, though. Cause... No, because like there were so? no stop signs. <laughs> I and, and if she said, "Hey, listen, I got stuff to do," and maybe wait four months, I would have gone ahead and watched it. But the only thing is, if I if I had nothing else to watch, then fine. But there's so much content available that I can usually between sports. And watching some other shows, you know what? I'll, you I'll could have the watched the last couple of eps, episodes of Better Call Saul last night instead of that that All Star game. You could have done that, <laughs> but then I wouldn't have seen Jason Tatum set the record for All Star game points with fifty five. Do you feel like your your television viewing experience has been enriched because of that? I feel like I still have time to get to Better Call Saul at some point here. Clock's ticking. It is. It is indeed. 312-332-3776. We're going to shift gears just a little bit. I do want to ask Waddle, how good does Justin Fields need to be, or how good do you do you need to believe that Justin Fields is going to be to the point where you will actually say the Bears need to move forward with him? We'll do that coming up next.